0: This podcast is a Tucker Media production. For more information, head to tuckermedia.com.au.
1: Welcome to How Gen Y Buy. Each week, we speak to everyday Australians to discover the unique ways in which they are entering the property market. Learn how Gen Y are beating the odds and getting their foot on the property ladder with your host, Nathan Smith, the Managing Director and Mortgage Broker at Birdie Wealth. We're halfway through how Gen Y buy series. My name's Nathan Smith and uh, halfway through this series we're going to speak to I'm not sure if he's a friend or a foe. We're going to talk to a real estate agent. Are they the friend or are they the enemy of the first home buyer? So coming on the show this evening to chat a bit about their role and how they fit into the first home buying process. I've got Neil Singh from McGrath estate agents. Neil, welcome to the show. Thanks Nathan, Thanks for having me. Now, you're a Gen Y Gen Y category as well. Yes, I am. Early 30s, still Gen Y, isn't it? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, yeah I, think I think so. so. I it think all fits so. in there. Somewhere, yeah. So, you're seeing your fellow Gen Y trying to buy their first properties to Correct. get into the market, to battle against the big bad real estate agents. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And also, maybe the, the uh, big bad baby boomers as well. Yeah, it's a bit of
0: a tough market out there for those who do buy, so yeah. So, what has drawn you to the actual occupation of property? My background uh, in my career has always been based in customer service. So, in one way or another, helping people. Uh, from the early days after leaving high school, I was in Coles, uh, you know, helping out uh, in, in the store and then move on to the motor industry trade, uh, doing my apprenticeship, you know, you know, sort of servicing, servicing people. So, I, I was drawn to real estate that, look, it's a job that not... One day is the same as, as the previous or the, or the next. And, yeah, you get to meet some some fantastic people uh, in, in the line of work. So that was really my you – know, it looked very attractive to me.
1: So you're out there every day listing properties, doing open houses, calling clients. What are you hearing as feedback back from first-time buyers who are out there in the market? What are they telling you?
0: Oh, they're, they're very frustrated, Nathan. Yes, they're very, very frustrated out there. I think uh, Sydney market, as you know, it's always you know, very tough. Very much uh, an air of frustration and disappointment, and you know, I can hear all these. I, um, I talk to a lot of first time buyers, and the stories I hear, I feel you know quite, quite saddened by them because you know they're 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 going in there, but they're all these these big hopes and dreams, and yeah, it's uh, it's very tough out there. So.
1: Is that because they're missing out on properties? Is that because perhaps their price expectation
0: is different to what the property ends up going for? Oh, I guess a little bit of both and More about them not knowing how it all works. Like when you're buying a property, you know, what do you do? Who do you go see? All those hidden things, unknown things that they are not aware of and if they were better, you know, educated, they would be more comfortable and and understand the process of actually buying a property. So I kind, I think it's the, yeah, the little, the little bits of unknown. It's surprising when I do talk to some and what they don't know, it's, yeah, I'm like, well, you know, these are the things that should, should really know and, and have pat, you know, have pat down so they can, you know, be, be more comfortable with the process. So if I guess if they knew you that... some
1: examples perhaps of things that, um, that you think they could know? I was trying to think of
0: the top of my mind. head. Just where like the, the biggest one, I guess, and the, and the word the word will be very familiar with a lot of people is uh, zumping. You know, the, um, the term where, you know, someone comes in and you've made an offer and you, know, you think that you've got the place and then the real estate agent or, the, you know, he sells it to someone else. So, knowing the process behind what that is, you know, you know, making a good offer, making, you know, putting down a deposit, either being, you know, 0.25% or 5%, 10% deposit if it's an auction property, knowing the process. So, there's been a couple of times that's happened with it. Uh, that's the most common one I hear it's like, oh, you know, we really like this place. You know, we, we we made an offer to the agent and then they never called me back. You know, and that's another one probably I hear a lot, either. they never called me back. So, when I hear those stories, for me, it's like, well, I don't want to be that other agent. I want to be someone that actually you know will, will say what they want to do and, and, and inform them. Because first time buyers, they're they're really for me a, a good market of you know buyers to, to constantly be dealing with because they have got that you know fresh enthusiasm about property. Sometimes other other sort of types of buyers are not that I guess excited and enthusiastic because they've done it so many times; it it's a bit stale for them. But first time buyers, you can see it in the eyes. Yeah, it's yeah. a big dream, isn't it? Buying yeah, That yeah. first one and, and seeing the and light up. I know certainly
1: I've, I've had a couple of instances in the past few weeks where I've told the first home buyer that we've got their formal approval, the property's going to be theirs. And one in particular I can remember a, a a lady was at Central Train Station in the middle of Sydney and she screamed out loud in the middle of the, the train station. Oh, wow. She was so excited. So yeah. there's definitely a different level when buying that first property and uh and having spoken to so many first home buyers on the show so far, a lot of them remember exactly where they were at that exact point when they were told either that they've got the approval or when they've told that their offer's been accepted. So it's certainly a big moment. So as a real estate agent, are you a friend? Are you an enemy to the first home buyer? Where do you
0: think you sit I don't know. I guess that would be the question for the um, the greater the greater public. I uh, I would tend I would like for for people to see me as a as a friend and an ally out there, sort of a good battle you know making sure someone you know gets into their first home yeah. um, just from like my experience of hearing other stories I guess you know going back into why I do property is you know, you, you know real estate agents haven't got the best best of names out there we're, we're so I feel we're hopefully changing that in a, in a way so you know doing things more transparently and, and honestly and, and saying and doing what we say we're gonna do but um, yeah I guess you know, you want to try and always, like, be that friend and, and help and give the right advice. And I've, I'm have i not afraid to say, like, you know, if a property is not suitable and even if it's one that, you know, one of our, if I'm selling it or one of our colleagues are selling it and it doesn't fit the, the the criteria for that for the first-time buyer, it's, um I, I will find it more comfortable that someone can say, look, that's not right for you guys. Let's look for another one. And for me, like, the way we work is, you know, we have quite a, you know, process involved trying to help the customer regardless if they're going to buy from you know, our, our office or, or our brand or they're going to buy from another you know real estate company it's more about them finding the right home that will be the best for them not not you know not nothing else so I think yeah. a lot of it
1: when, I, when I, see, cause I see it deal with a range of different agents some good some not so good and what I see is the difference between them is there are some that are in there and they're making it a career. It's a long-term long term career decision for them to stay within property. They see it as a 20-year and a 30-year occupation. And the ones that uh, that struggle and uh, are there for the quick buck are the ones that you kind of see not giving the best service because they figure they'll never see these
0: people again. They like get in to make their money, cool. get
1: out and start something else.
0: Well, they're built. they sort of burning their bridges, aren't they? Really? Yeah. And um, you hit the nail on the head, Nathan. That for me, it was a long term career you know option. I never saw it as a as a as a short term uh, career. My my career sort of uh, previous sort of. Uh, careers, sorry, uh, jobs, I've always been there long term. I don't you know want to be sort of chopping and changing too much. So yeah, no, but I've I see a lot of the other. There's not look, there's not too many of them nowadays. There's a lot of people that are I guess in there for the long term. But yeah, I know what you mean in terms of seeing people that just, they can see a, an opportunity where the dollar signs come up where they can make a quick quick quick. And unfortunately, they are burning a lot of relationships uh, in this industry of property of real estate. It's all about relationships for me. Is yeah. you know I. You know, I can talk to a past client and met one today, you know, and they, I sold a property two years ago, but they called me up, they needed some help. Um, and yeah, that, that's the, probably the most humbling thing when someone calls you back after when, you know, they've got nothing, they don't, you know, they're not selling a property, I don't have don't anything to, to sell to them and they just call up and they want to have a chat or they call up for some other sort of, you know, help and advice, that's probably the most rewarding thing,
1: so. Yeah, how long have you been in real estate now?
0: Oh, going on just over eight years.
1: Yeah, so from when you very first started to today, what changes are you seeing um, across the market, the way people are buying
0: properties perhaps? There's, um, you know, a lot, there's a few more uh, buyers buying through the superannuation uh, funds that are available. There's, um, there's a lot more auctions going around as well from what I remember early on. And it's just so competitive out there. Like right now, the days on market across Sydney uh, you know, are around the 25 day mark. I remember when I was starting off, that would have been up around the, the 35, 40 mark where properties were just expected to be on the market for at least two months before there was any sort of activity. Or, you know, if you've got one sold in you know, a couple of weeks, that's quite quite a quite a surprise. But now the the competition in the market is a lot more. And, look, seeing it as how the, the way Sydney is growing, there's a lot more people coming. We do live in a, in a great city, great area, so there's always going to be that extra competition for buyers. But um, that's probably the biggest thing. And a little other things in regards to the industry and trends is, yeah, there's a lot more auctions happening. So, again, first-time buyers – Seeing like an auction, like, again, that's another big bad word. Intimidating
1: process, right? Yeah, very intimidating. Why, just to explain to people, why are more people going to
0: auction now? Just the more competitive nature of the market.
1: It's a seller's market, right? More yeah. buyers, less properties, stronger demand. Correct. Means they can take a property auction and they may have mm-hmm. an idea on where they'd like to property, the property to end up. However, if they get two competitive buyers who are both emotionally attached to really want this property, Correct. they could potentially see more profit.
0: Yeah, well, that's the market value, isn't it? I like, mean, that's the essence of the word where you have now on a property, you may have you know, three or four people really going for it, whereas early on, there was you know, maybe one if you're lucky. And I guess back then, the buyers had a bit more bargaining and negotiating uh, power on their side. But uh, now it's, yeah, how competitive it is, it's, you know, it's really tough, tough out there. So With
1: the media talk that's going on at the moment, you're hearing it, you're seeing it. How does it actually relate to what's really happening out there
0: in your particular market? Oh, as you know, Nathan, the media like to, to amplify, you know, any little whispers and, and things. Look, The market, we are noticing at the present time, uh, the market is still okay and very good, strong. You know, people always talk about the You can't write that article, though, can you, that the market's okay? That's a pretty boring. Oh, that's
1: exactly that's right. It's a pretty boring yeah. news
0: article. It is a very boring. It doesn't sell the um, the Daily Telegraph, that one. So I guess the media has to, yeah, create a bit of bit of waves and a bit of, bit of ruffles amongst um, or ruffles among the the pigeons there, as you call it. I don't know what you call it. Yeah. <laughs> just the, yeah, like the way the media amp up things, it's it's not true in a sense that there is a little bit there, but yeah, they need to try sort of put that, yeah, they're trying, we're trying to work on what will sell the newspaper. Yeah, what headlines uh, sell. Yeah, Absolutely. what headlines sell. So you don't always, look, I I don't listen to the news. Um, so look, You don't know, hear a good news story many times. I, I try to stand away, stay away from the, the news and the radio as much as I can, but um, I can, obviously, when talking to the to first home buyers and, and hear their the anxiety in their, in their voices and, and hear what they what they're thinking and, and what they're actually saying. Yeah, there is a lot of um, doom and gloom forecasted always. It doesn't seem like there's gonna be, you know, a ray of sunshine beaming in. So having first home buyers come to your properties,
1: what sort of questions should they be asking a real estate agent?
0: I guess they should be asking what are the terms and conditions of the contract? It could be one that, you know, just good for a person buyer to know what, what they are involved. Of course, their solicitor or conveyancer would be running through them the dealer, but, you know, requesting a contract to sell if they are genuinely interested. And I feel, you know, you don't want to be, you know, sort of keeping too quiet on a property. If you do like a property, I always recommend to make yourself known to the agent that, you know, you do have strong interest. Not, you don't go out there and reveal what you'll pay for it. Um, yeah. but,
1: you don't need to tell them your borrowing capacity
0: or your No, definitely not, that, no, no, right. no, I, don't, don't I, ever yeah, Don't I, ever give up that those those important facts. because that, that can sort of help you when you're negotiating. But, but you'll definitely always,
1: let them know you're interested so
0: that the property isn't sold before you even get a chance to put exactly, it Exactly. So that goes back to the previous point I was mentioning about, you know, getting desumped where, you know, maybe I'm not backing, I'm not going to defence for any agents, but, you know, when they don't know you're interested, if, you you know, for example, if an agent's called you a couple of times and you haven't answered, you haven't returned the message, you know, that's code for us that, you know, you're not really interested, you know, in the property. So if you are interested, make them well well aware, um, get contracts. Other things you can ask for is, you know why the owners are selling? and get a bit of an understanding of what's... Yeah, that's a great question. Yeah, why? Like you know, sometimes it could be you know, um, you know, a lot of time people just moving due to you know, the property could be too small for them. Uh, it's just uh, too or too big for them as well. Yeah, uh, and it could be some of this. Yeah, it's just time to to set up an investment to cash in. So finding out the motivation for an owner can always be a bit of a uh, a guidance for for first time buyers. Whether you get the. Ex- Correct answer back to another story, I guess. Well, I hope you I hope you do. I think, look, I, I sort of, on the basis of that, if someone asks me a question, you want to give them the, the right answer. So, the uh, also more about, yeah, what's happening with the property, like, yeah, how, what, what other level of interest they've had. If anyone has made an offer, again, you want to be kept up to date with what's happening with that particular property, just so you know where your next move, uh, might be from. Mm. So, and I think, I think the conditions of the contracts an important one, and
1: we've talked about this before on the podcast, is once you know an incentive for the seller, there may be ways that you can help the seller transition out of that property, either by moving settlement dates in or out, renting the property back to them, being correct. flexible, yes. that you may give yourself the edge on whether you actually end up with that property or not, because you may have quite a similar bid or potentially even a slightly lower bid, than somebody else, but if your conditions can suit the needs of the, the vendor or the
0: seller, that might be the difference between you getting the property or not. That's exactly right, Nathan. You want to be as well, like with the vendor, you know, most likely that could be the first time they're selling homes as well. People, we, we a lot of people don't think about, well, you know, you've got the buyers, so they're, they're nervous and they're jittery, it's the first time they're buying. On the other end, on the other end of the, the table there, you've got a vendor that could be selling for the first time. And they're just as nervous yeah, as their first home absolutely. buyers. So there they're, they're are, you know. Or it's been in their home for 20 or 30
1: years and it's just, yeah, it's, it's an absolutely stressful situation.
0: Yeah. So I guess from that point, you don't want to, when you're sort of making your offers or, you know, making your inquiry through the agent, you don't want the vendors to have a preconceived, I guess, feeling or opinion on you as a buyer. So, you know, if you're the one buyer that, you know, seems to be making a lot of, I guess not the right moves or making too low offers. You know, I've seen vendors be very annoyed at a particular buyer and say, "Look, well, we don't want, actually we don't want them to get the home. You know, we don't want we don't want this home to go to that person." Or well, the most common one I get is, "Oh, I don't want the developer to buy it. I want a family okay. to buy it." Okay. You know, because look, it's, uh, it's it's to their own, but it's the um that perception that you give off to the vendor that you know if you give off a vendor, like, well, they you know they seem like a nice you know. All, all first time buyers are, or you know innocent and, and young and, and they've got the, you know, the, that sort of, that air about them that they're just sort of innocent and they, you know, you've vendors, they're there, they're there, so sort of first-time buyers, they'll give them a bit more of a, you know, a bit more of a go and they will, yeah. most of the time you find that they'll be actually backing backing them sort of to get the place. Yes. At a certain price, I guess, right? Uh, again, if it works for them and I was, the, I as well, like, I I sold a property early this year that um, I actually helped the, the the clients they bought the home uh, through me as their first home and i kept you know talking about like you know when and they kept mentioning to me so they're like oh when when we're looking around you're you know you're so helpful and and i said, well that's what we're going to do for the next person because most likely it will be another first home buyer buying the home now. Again, it's going, it's properties go through cycles. Yes. So they had that in the mind. They sort of went back when they were, you know, looking around and they were very accommodating sort of having, for example, like they were very open to doing, you know, private inspection because when they, when they uh, were looking around, they found that agents weren't really giving them a fair go. You know, they weren't sort of, you know, showing them the home outside open house hours because look, you know, it gets tough trying to, trying to look at a place if you're working, you know, nine to five, nine to six, we all work long hours nowadays and, you know, we can't just make, okay, so they were very accommodating, you know, to make the house available to inspect more often because when they were first-home buyers, they just didn't get that fair go and I, and I love that about them. It really just encourages people and to, you know, that good karma around that property. I, I sort of have yeah. a strong belief in that Yeah, as well. So. so I'm going to get you to take
1: your real estate agent hat off
0: for a minute, off, it's off. Gen
1: Y hat back on. Gen Y, you are in the moment. Uh, you're presently
0: selling your home, just about to on the market. Yes, and buying a home. Selling, yeah, selling the first property I've bought, and then yeah, upgrading to a to a larger family home. So uh, we've got two little little feet running around, or almost running around now. And um, yeah, the um, the apartment is it's a little bit too tiny Running in a room. A in a
1: room. So, what's it like now, being on the other side of the chair? You're, back, oh, you're yeah. back into the buyer's chair. You're back into the seller's chair. How does it feel like sitting on the other side of the fence?
0: Oh, it's um, it's very interesting to to walk the walk in the shoes of a of a of a buyer. Just recently buying that property re- um, last week. So yeah, very very interesting and nervous. I guess you go through the the ups and downs, the ebbs and flows of, of, you know, yeah, if your offer's being accepted or if not. And the tips I was talking about before, I was keeping that in mind when I was making those those offers and, and I guess I call moves, but like conversations with the actual selling agent. And I um, think maybe you might have noticed also, and uh, this is a, another thing that
1: has to happen first time, buyers is managing the emotions, isn't it? Managing big the, time. the stress levels, managing the... The emotional attachment, potentially managing your partner's emotional uh,
0: needs as well. There was a lot of uh, managing <laughs> going around, Nathan. Yeah. A lot of managing going around. Obviously, yeah. being in the industry, knowing. Look, as we said, like people buy on emotion, and I took a good a tip for for first time buyers is like be yeah, be confident about the property you're looking to purchase, but don't be too disheartened if it doesn't work out. I think that's the key there. Like, there's got to be. You've got to be, you've got to be interested, but then don't be too worried of it not working out. So I guess with that, with my wife, we're looking at buying this this property here. Was that she was in, she was all in, you know, she was she all was in. Sold. She was sold. Signed. She, she, she was. To to school, yeah. She was there, booking, um, enrolling the kids into the school down the road. So I guess that's dangerous in a way because then you can yeah, you can be very disappointed later. So that managing that and, look, in the end, it worked out. I guess you always have belief and confidence in it. But, yeah, just, you have that fine line of treading, how to emotion and giving, taking. Um, yeah, it was a great uh, – it was a good learning experience for my career to see how, again, how, how a buyer would feel and, yeah, what's, what they think on the other side. All right, it's been some
1: some great tips, Uh it certainly, hopefully, certainly hopefully. maybe shed some light on the other side of things on what, what it is like from a real estate agent's perspective dealing with first home buyers. There's some really good tips there, some great questions on what to be asking and what to be, what to be doing. But realistically, I think it's going with, with some level of confidence, making sure you ask lots of questions to the real estate agent and making sure you're well educated before you start getting out there and looking at properties, getting your advice elsewhere and going through.
0: Yeah, I know. Um, if you ask an agent, you know, if you're asking the right agent, they'll be more than happy to to offer service on you know general, like the property market that you know, you're looking in. So, you know, how we work as an agency, like we normally focus on a in a core area. So if you can find the expert in that area that you're looking to buy, and you know, he he's he's sort of or he or she, sorry, is welcome to the idea of you know you running by a property that may or may not be with that particular agent or agency, having feedback on that property. Or I guess unbiased and a neutral opinion is gold. Yeah. Uh, so you utilize, utilize that uh, tool if the agent or yeah agency is open to discussing other properties. And as you said, mentioned Nathan, um, researching the area they're looking to buy is vital to yeah to just keep you abreast of what's happening. And you know, at the end of the day, I guess the first time why what they want to know is that they're making the right call. Like, are they? going in there buying the right property is this going to have a good growth is it a good area is it going to give me the good rent am I going to be happy living here so you know doing all those legwork before can make sure that you are comfortable with the end decision of buying that home absolutely so have you got one final tip one piece of takeaway one? One, one nugget give us some one nugget, nugget? yeah okay. um, I guess just be excited about the process be very excited As I said like I mentioned earlier that a lot of people when I'm talking to them there's a bit of you know, like they're depressed, they're over it. Why property? Why am I doing this? Just be excited about it. I Think if you are more confident around the process, and you are well equipped and knowledgeable around it, you will be more excited about by it. And go in there with a bit air of confidence. Own it. Make your own. Pretend that you pretend that you have bought property before. You know, pretend you have done it before, and you are confident. So have that, I guess, as a basis. And then all that other tips that I mentioned. But that, I think, it it is because we always well, a lot of people take for granted. That it is a very exciting time for for someone to be buying their big ticket item uh, of a property. So be excited because yeah, you can't do it over again. You can't redo it once you That's bought it. it. You bought it. It's, it's your first. That was your first
1: first like property that tip. I had a uh, had a first time buyer who i spoke to today comment on something that i put on the instagram page for birdie wealth yes and the the tag on the instagram was enjoy it all and uh, her right in the middle of it at the moment going through the ups and downs and the stresses she took a lot of heart from that saying maybe i just got to step back and enjoy the process the ups and the downs and and let the outcome happen as it needs to happen so that's fantastic neil thanks so much for joining us uh, Neil has some really good content for first home buyers on his Facebook page and LinkedIn. So you're looking for Neil Singh JP is his tagline. There is that right? Singh with a H.
0: Yes. And uh, yeah, got some. Well, look, there's been recent changes uh, to the the first home owners grant, so a bit of content on there. But yeah, appreciate that. And yeah, thanks for having me, Nathan. Appreciate the um, the invite and hopefully give some uh, insight too. The first home buyers.
1: Absolutely. Thanks again for joining us. We'll be back in a fortnight's time. We'll be back to first home buyers again, hearing their story, hearing their journey. We'll catch up with you then. This podcast is for general information only. It contains brief comments not intended to be the basis for decision making nor to be taken as a substitute for specific advice. Please contact Birdie Wealth to discuss any matters that may be relevant to your individual situation. For more information, go to www.birdiewealth.com.au.